One, two, three, four. If you call everything a platonic ideal, if you have peas and potatoes with every meal, if you hate Mondays and love the intentional stance, let your eyes glaze over and go into a trance. The world is on fire. Only one thing can save us. Listening to Being Jim Davis, along with Metallica, Anthrax, and Slayer. Being Jim Davis is one of the big four American thrash metal. Responsible for its development and popularization, their music features complex arrangements and fast rhythm sections and lyrical themes of death, war, politics, and lasagna. My name is Kendall Hallman, and I'm Jim Davis. Apparently, sportscaster Dan oh, Patrick also appeared it. in the recent Adam Sandler Netflix film, Hubie Halloween. It's not, oh, it's not really? what you say yeah. next. Yeah, he's in next. Hubie Halloween. Really makes I need me to watch that. Hubie Halloween. You know, Adam Sandler, that 99% fresh or whatever it's called, yeah. was, was really good. Did you guys see that, the stand-up special? Uh, no. No, no. I did. I'm still getting over the sentence. I need to watch Hubie Halloween. <laughs> so, so you guys actually, this is a thing I wanted to bring up. I watched you, the you first guys, ten minutes. Of I'm, it. I'm hoping good. it's. I'm hoping it's what your name is, and that's your Jim Davis. <laughs> the fun. It's a funny thing where, like, uh, I think his mom is wearing a T-shirt that says Mother "Boner Father. Donor." That's we pretty are fun. never gonna get through this. <laughs> right, but you guys talk. I think you guys talked about how Adam Sandler movies were actually never good, right? Um, I'm not. I'm not saying that we didn't say that. <laughs> I know John liked one of them. That was the one. It, it, did you like oh, I a few gems? of them? I like a few of you know. He's he, like when he, I, 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 I'm, Adam Sandler movies, quote unquote, are like generally kind of awful. But Adam Sandler can be good, mm-hmm. and you know some of the early Adam Sandler movies, they're pretty good. I don't know. The literally Golf the only one's pretty good. I think the only one I've ever seen is the one where he has to go back to school. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> it's, called it's called Back to School. Back to School featuring Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, <laughs> a great, it's a great movie. Honestly, it has a wonderful cameo by Oingo Boingo. It's just a quality mm. film all around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people who are exactly 33, year old, 33 years old right now. Um, believe that Mr. Deeds <laughs> today <laughs> was uh, was was Adam Sandler's uh, like last good movie. That's like kind of a it's Mr. like Deeds. a reverse Picard's beard. Re- yeah, not Picard's beard. Reverse Riker's, Riker's beard, beard moment uh, for for Adam Sandler. Um, but uh, I also think that's because that's the movie that came out when we were all in middle school. So uh, yeah, I. I'm kind of afraid to revisit some of the older Adam Sandler stuff. I do think that funny people uh, holds up really well. Um, That's the one about stand-up comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think with, uh, I, I kind of like that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember and it very well. And, and, it all, and I really like uh, Judd Apatow and everything. But uh, but yeah, his some his uh, uh, the certified fresh I think is what it's called. It's on Netflix. It's a it's stand-up, and it's just it's just like executed really well. Um, and the nice thing about it is it's not, it's not like toilet humor. 
<laughs> and it's not trying to be edgy. Like it's like it's yeah. just like actually like he makes jokes that are clever. Like he sings a song about how in order to leave his house he has to have his phone and keys and wallet and and his comic timing is is better than mine. Mm. Um I highly recommend it especially if you're not an Adam Sandler fan. Um cuz it's yeah. not like, you know, it's it's like oh, this guy is actually doing a thing that's good. You know, and not and not uncut like uncut gems where he's like Look at me! I can be actor. Uh, I can be actor. <laughs> my name I is was... Kendall Hallman, and I am Jim Davis. Oh yeah, and my name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is it's... Christopher Winter. I'll say already, this no, on you behalf did that. of you... I'll say this on behalf of Adam. You don't get to introduce yourself twice. Say this on behalf of Adam. Last time I said I was Kendall Hallman. <laughs> say this on behalf of Adam Sandler. Number one, that back to school movie he made. I probably wasn't in the best. Oh. I wasn't the most receptive that I could have been when I saw it. Because my uh, roommate, my apartment mate in Japan watched it all the time. And I just hated that fucker. And so I was pissed off at him all the time and wanted to dislike his movie. Number two, I believe that Adam Sandler is the producer or executive producer of the movie Paul Blart Mall Cop 2, which I have not seen. <laughs> but I'm a big fan of the Till Death Do Us Blart podcast where they watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 every year around Thanksgiving. Huh feel like that's it i feel like when i heard about that podcast i was like yeah i respect those guys i think i i like what they're doing and i feel like they've in a way signed up for a similar terrible thing as we've signed up for and i appreciate them so yeah my my audio cut out during that so it doesn't matter it was (laughs) inconsequential it will probably be cut out chris was complimenting another human being so yeah we definitely highly unusual yeah yeah (laughs) Um, it's Wednesday, October 13th, 1982, and today we are reading the 1578th ever Garfield strip. What happens in today's Garfield? In today's Garfield, whatever, plungers are an illusion anyway. Too true. An illusion to what? Uh, we'll find out. We're just going to make that joke every day. Plunging. Uh, okay, panel one. This is standard. Plunging into economic... Dip- no, okay. This is basically Stan Calpo, except there's no countertop and Garfield's on stilts. Um, John Arbuckle's there at the left. He's looking at Garfield wide-eyed with astonishment. Garfield is on the right and he's on like stilts, but he's a cat. So there's four of them and he's excited. His eyes are wide open. He's looking down. His mouth is open in happiness. And there's these pop on him on a PSR there. How many? I don't know. Seven. Like a hundred. It's probably a hundred or seven. It's, it's seven. a lot. It's pop, seven. pop, 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 pop. And that's fun. And he's like real excited and he's walking on stilts and it's fun. Mm-hmm. This, is a fun this is a fun one. I like this one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is it notable that the, the stilts don't have like the things for your feet to go on? Uh, and like his back, somehow his back feet are just gripping. the. Yeah. John, yeah. whether, yeah. whether or not himself. it's notable, it has been noted. I'm like I'm okay with I'm okay with Garfield having opposable thumbs. Mm-hmm. Having opposable foot thumbs that it's a it's maybe just a little bit of a bridge too far for me. You don't yeah. think he he's should not have a, prehen- he, You don't think he should have prehensile toes? He's not a chimpanzee. <laughs> right, right. We don't, yeah, I, has it been established beyond a shadow of a doubt that Garfield is not a chimpanzee, John? I I suppose not. Let's talk I mean, about it for 40 minutes. They call him a minutes. cat a lot. They do. I mean, has he, he ever has he ever killed an ape? 
Because that would be dispositive, because ape shall not kill ape. That's not true. Ape has killed ape. No, ape shall not no, kill ape. John, ape has said, killed ape. I feel, like they, I feel like it was written in stone somewhere, ape shall not kill ape. No, no, no. You find out in the end of the movie that Aldo killed uh, Caesar's son. Yeah, We're talking about Battle know? for the Planet of the Apes, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. And then uh, kills Aldo. And then somebody, yeah. I've only seen I've only seen the first Planet of the Apes movie and the one that ends with the gorilla dressed as a police officer. Is that the Tim Burton one? I think it's yeah. I I I couldn't remember Tim Burton's name. That's a lot. That's a lot closer to how that the book actually ends. I think did not know there was a book. Oh yeah, Pierre Pierre uh, Pierre. Boule or something? Les, Pierre Boulez's it's planet. Not, it's not Pierre Boulez. Pierre Boulez's planet of the Apes. Chris, Chris, every movie made before 1970 uh, be was a based on world, a book. But... I don't know if you knew that. It's true. Also, no, every the... movie since then. I mean, a, what is a true. script if not a book? Oh, look, we've, we've all read the classic novel, Train Comes at Camera. <laughs> Train approaches camera. <laughs> man, man fires gun at camera. Um... Okay. For, uh, the horse. The so horse, panel uh, two. Let me uh, guess. You're you're going tree climbing, right? Yeah. And Garfield's looking at John, and he's not moving, and they're just regarding each other. That's fun. Panel three. The camera pulls back, and so we can finally see the feet of the stilts. What's that? They're not stilts. They're plungers. And Garfield is pleased with himself, and he's thinking, "How did you know?" And the implication is that he's going to use these plungers to suction the tree, like so he can climb up the tree. This is ridiculous because that wouldn't work. Trees, trees don't have surfaces that lend that themselves to that. Flat yeah. surfaces that would lend. Also, them. also, Garfield climbs trees all the time without the use of plunger stilts. Well, it also wouldn't work because, like, the 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 length of the stilt is just acting like a like a lever, right? So you just like mm. just get it'd be too much torque. You know? Yeah, 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 and uh, and um, also the product of the. Why does John have four plungers? This is another mm. great question. How also, these Garfield... are plungers are like abnormally long. How would Garfield even use the plunger to climb the tree once he's engaged hover mode? Like the plunger wouldn't even touch the tree. Yeah, it seems like the plungers would just get in the way. Yeah, this yeah. is this is a nonsensical Garfield. I, don't, now, I, I will don't say that it. I will say that a long time ago I saw a thing on a show or a movie where they made a joke that I think about a lot mm-hmm. um in which uh a guy was a, it was a 18 year olds and the guy was trying to get the girl to move in with them when they were inappropriately young or unprepared and he says I know a guy that can get us a used plunger and <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know a guy and the and the concept you of the know, used plunger, plunger has guy. just has just like stuck with me so much. I it may also be because I play trombone and you know mm. in the jazz you use a plunger and I yeah. do remember the time that I found out that that's just a plunger and somebody made the same joke. <laughs> they said just don't make sure you don't buy them used. Yeah, um, it's a fun. Joke. And uh, but yeah, because but uh, I don't know the concept of a used plunger is pretty funny. I'll, I'll just note that I didn't know until now that you played the trombone, Kendall. And that's a big plus in my book. I don't know. I mean, John fucking hates trombones, but... I don't fucking hate trombone. What are you talking about? Prejudice, prejudice I love trombone. Trombones and those who play them. 
Trombonery is one of your one of your pet peeves. It's, it's what, one of my triggers. <laughs> what instruments do you guys play? Because I know that you guys are music related or music adjacent. I was a adjacent voice. Is the uh, adjacent I was a voice. The word. A vocal student in college. I I had to learn a little piano, mm-hmm. uh, and also just kind of did learn a little piano. Uh, also, you were a that. bell ringer in England. Yep, yep. I I, I, I rang handbells hand in my church choir. Those handbells. Uh, and no, in England I rang uh like actual bells, bells, like with the ropes. You know, big old bells. Um, that I was Quasimodo. Yeah, I broke, like, I broke a stay based, one time. It was really embarrassing. They based that you broke Disney a stay. Off of you. I broke a stay. Yeah, you motherfucker! I, I can't believe it. you broke a stay. I did. Also, yeah. what's a stay? It's like the thing. It's like a thing that. It's like when you the don't bell go. From, Oh, it's like, it's like a bell break. It's the thing that holds the bell in the up position, I think. Mm. And if you, and if, 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 Why don't if they the just bell's like moving, up? if it has too much momentum, it can like break that thing the and then they have to fix it. Oh, man. And they kick you out of the church. Did you get kicked <laughs> out of the church? That's why I got excommunicated. Damn. Yeah. Um, I, I uh, did piano for many years and okay. guitar. We yeah. do not have a piano or keyboard in our house anymore, but I recently, by which I mean several months ago, uh, got myself the cheapest guitar I could find online, um, which has been really nice to have access, because I didn't have access to any musical instruments mm. for like uh, uh, the whole year we were in Honolulu and beyond. I got rid of everything before we moved, because we had to- You didn't, you didn't, you didn't like the house didn't, didn't come with it, like a ukulele? You'd think it would have, John. You'd think you would. Say, oh, that's why yeah, we got rid of our ukulele. We, we sold off our ukuleles because I assumed that when you sold, arrived, sold all your ukulele, you, you included I, the ukuleles with the house that you sold, right? I assumed. Yeah. I assumed that when you arrive at Daniel K. Inoue Airport in Honolulu, <laughs> that they put a, a lay over you and then they hand you a ukulele. That that's how that works. Apparently, it's not true. Yeah, that's what that's what happened. We thought that uh, we'd have a washing machine in our apartment, so we left <laughs> the washing machine same, in, the, same in the house. Yeah, similar. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. Same both thing. So, both household appliances. So, John, you might get a kick out of this joke that I made uh, fifteen years ago when I was a music major for a Looking year in college. Yeah, um, I was an <laughs> instrumental music major, and somebody. It was like the second week okay, of school. Okay, look, we all we made great we career about. decisions. We all made, we all made <laughs> but, uh, really wise decisions. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, somebody commented about a rivalry between the vocal majors and the instrumental majors. Oh yeah, <laughs> I said, I said, yeah, I agree. I think everybody's great. I like the music majors and the vocal majors. Implying <laughs> the, the vocal majors were not mu- music majors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I it was a Freudian slip, but uh, anyway. Um, you've well, been listening I wasn't, to being I, Jim Davis. My actually, I, my my major was composition, but like to, okay. to to have any kind of a music, uh, right? You have to have like a primary. You, 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 yeah, thing. you need it. You need an instrument, and yeah. I did like I, was, I did was I did voice lessons for two years, and then I did one year of piano lesson or something. I don't know. I, don't I was yeah, primarily I was, composition as well, but I did yeah. piano, and it it turned out that was a, just a terrible decision career wise <laughs> in terms yeah. of. I mean, I mean. Graduate. To be fair, to be fair, I ended up graduating with a business degree, which is one of those degrees that people are like, "That's a thing that you can get a job with." Yeah, and they were lying. Yeah, 
Um, I, yeah, I've never had a job that required a degree. You yeah, go to it doesn't those, matter what your what your yeah, major no, is. Well, you go to the you go to the does job, not matter. You go to the job interview for like a a businessman job. Like you you apply for the, the job advertisement says needed businessman. Right. You go <laughs> yeah. to the interview and they're like must have business experience. Describe describe to us your experience in 18th century voice leading, and you're like, oh fuck, you know, I got nothing. To, to be fair, though, you go to the job interview that says businessman, and they're like, when did you work? What did you do when you worked at McDonald's? Mm-hmm. And then you tell them what you did at working at McDonald's, and then you get hired on, and you're surrounded by a bunch of 17-year-olds. Uh, or 18-year-olds. Sorry. I guess you usually have to be 18 to be um, uh, a grown-up. Yeah, Counterpoint. Uh, yeah. 18th century voice leading is, is a good skill to have. Oh look, yeah. look! I agree with you. I fu- I fucking love voice leading, John. Like I don't th- I don't know if we've ever discussed voice leading on the program <laughs> before. But voice leading was honestly probably my favorite thing I ever did. I just I just I wanted to say leading. counterpoint. Um, that was fun. I think yeah, you know I you know actually, I just uploaded a new Being Jim Davis theme song that involves a little bit of counterpoint. Oh. Ooh. So. <laughs> Uh, I hope I didn't realize that I didn't realize that I, I was talking to like some Gabrielli experts. I, I, there, there, look, there better not be any motherfucking parallel fifths. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, I, I, I'm fine if there. I don't, I don't love how he's doubling the third in the bar three. <laughs> Ooh, a direct octave and a half cadence. Oh, you don't want to yeah, do that. I don't know <laughs> about this. Oh. You know we could replace. I hate, I hate this how like Ital- what, 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 yeah, put an can't double the third in here. Yeah, you can't double the third. That's no. I mean, That'd be like putting candy in a chip box. That's you can't do that. I mean, what what, what, in, what inversion are we talking about? Yeah, I feel like there are times when I yeah, I there are times when you definitely want to double, double a third. third. I just, you just got to go go in knowing what you're doing. You know, that's this is like honestly, if we're being honest here, and I'm not joking. That was the thing I loved about voice leading, is that it was basically like they had, there were all these really strict rules, and it was so strict that to be. In, to do anything interesting, you had to break some of the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it just became an exercise in like, well, okay, here's why I broke this rule in this circumstance and why I think it's okay. Right. It's like, it's like if you start a podcast. It's like if you start a podcast, you have to, if you're going to, if you're going to break the rules, if you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to yell, we're going to all talk over each other and yell at each other the whole time. Yep. You have to know when to do that. You have to have your timing right because otherwise, people will have turned off the podcast after the first hundred episodes. Mm. And um, why? You've been listening like, to Being Jim Davis. <laughs> shut up, thanks Kendall. For joining shut up. Okay, joining shut us up. On the broadcast tonight. That, thanks for joining us on the broadcast tonight is my, is my <laughs> sign off. Really? Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. Why not visit the show website, beingjimdavis.com. It doesn't suck. You can also follow the show on Twitter at beingjimdavis uh, and uh, kendallcast.ninja celebrating media hobbies and, and passions since 2014. And ninjas. And how. Thank you and good night. How? I, I don't This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.